Welcome to Career Revisionist with Dr. Grace Lee, dedicated to doers, dreamers, and realists who want more success and satisfaction in their life. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a fulfilling career where it's all about doing work you love and growing your income without sacrificing your values? And here's your host. She has a PhD in neuroscience, Dr. Grace Lee. So how do you decide on a career that best suits you? This is a question that I hear a lot, and it doesn't matter whether you're just starting out in your career and about to finish college or whether or not you're midway through, you've been working for a, for a number of years or a couple of decades, and you know that you need a career change. Some, you have this nagging feeling that something's got to change now in my career. So it is about how do I decide on a career that better suits me? Right, so whatever you're asking, how do I decide on a career path from the beginning? Because I want to get right from the start because who has time to waste? Or how do I choose decide on a, a career path that's better for me, given that this one that I have been on wasn't right for me? So I get asked this question a lot. So I'm going to give you in today's episode, I'm going to give you three things to consider. Right. So three, three ways, three important points to consider when you're trying to decide on a career that best suits you. The first point is that you really have to know yourself. And I know it sounds like a cliche, know thyself sounds like a cliche, but you know, it really is true. Because most of the time, when we make decisions on something that is as life-changing as a career, as important and as profound as a career, then that's why it is so important that you, you know yourself. Because if you don't, if you don't know yourself, then you're going to be looking for ways to make that decision. And if it's not based on who you are, then it's going to be based on external stimulants. It could be values from other people. It could be suggestions from other people, other people's opinions, the media, you know, any influence from a source that doesn't know who you are or what doesn't have your best interest in mind. So to guard against that, those downfalls of depending on that type of, of, of information, to guard against that, you have to know yourself. So what do I mean by know yourself? The first thing you want to know about yourself is the things you really want, you truly want for your career and your life. I mean, we spend a third of our lives at work. Or working. I mean, if you're, of course, this is an estimation. Some of you spend more than that. Some of you spend less. But it is a significant amount of time. Next to sleeping, you know, it's a significant amount of time. And but not like the old days, like in the 50s and, and in the 60s. Back then, a career was, okay, you have to be responsible. It was about, about providing, right? That was a career. But now, a career is who you are. It is very deeply tied to your identity. Ask anyone who has been in a career that they hate, that they find unfulfilling, that leaves them burnt out. Ask anyone in that situation how that feels, how soul-sucking that feels. And the reason why it's soul-sucking is because your values are not being met. It's because a job, a career is that important that your identity is tied there. 
So you want to know what you truly want for your career, not what your parents want for you or not what your friends want for you or not what your boss or supervisor or colleagues want for you. It's what you truly want for your career. And for some that take courage, it takes courage to, to really dig, to dive deep and to dig out what is it that I really want. Absent all the external messaging, what is it when I get quiet and I think about it and I'm brutally honest with myself, what do I truly want in my career? the things you would truly want in yourself, in your life. And that is what you have to get clear about. The second thing about knowing yourself is knowing your deepest inner yearnings. And I know it sounds like the first part, but your desires and your yearnings are different. I'm going to make a distinction here. The things you truly want for your career are, for example, careers that you find desirable, right? So you want to make a list. It doesn't matter if it's impossible it doesn't matter just make a list you have to you have to move take action create that list what are the careers that you find desirable and then what are your inner yearnings right so your yearnings are things in five different categories so they are personal yearnings that you might have lifestyle yearnings some practical yearnings social yearnings and moral yearnings so in the personal yearnings it could be things like your identity. What is the identity you want for yourself and that you want people to see? You know, and you want these to be congruent. The one that you, you think you want to project and what people are seeing, you want those to be congruent and that is a personal yearning. And another example of a personal yearning could be, for example, wanting meaning in your career. What you're doing, you want to find that meaningful. You want to make sure that it gives you personal growth. It is something that aligns with your passions. These are personal yearnings. And for everyone, they're different, right? The way you rank them. Some people put, place meaning as number one. And passion, okay, I can, I can give or take passion, but it must have meaning. So you have to know very clearly for yourself, where do you rank your personal yearnings? The other one was lifestyle. So these are the things that you might expect, you know, like, your flexibility and schedule, um, any freedoms that it gives you, you know, in, in that lifestyle, balance for family, balance for self-care, for rest and relaxation. So that's lifestyle. These are all lifestyle yearnings. For practical yearnings, these are things like wanting to get out of debt and, and stay out of debt. They are practical, like provisionary. These are all provisionary things. Security, uh, make sure there's always food on the table for yourself and whoever you're, who's depending on your income. So these are all practical applications. And moral yearnings include things like wanting to, wanting to be the person that completes what you started, right? So that's like my morals, right? And or, or maybe putting the well-being of your loved ones first, right? So these are moral yearnings or wanting to have the impact to change lives because you feel like you have this moral obligation to do so. So these are our moral yearnings and for everyone, they're different. So you have to know yourself and know what your moral yearnings are. And then, so for the social yearnings, these include things like the status you want. Like what, what type of status do you want this career to give you? Uh, is, there, is there fame and fortune there in terms of social yearnings? Is, is it power that you 
that you value, that you're yearning for? Is it respect? Is it inclusion that you're yearning for? Is it appreciation? So on those five categories, you know, personal, lifestyle, practical, social, and moral, you have to really know yourself on what are your true deep inner yearnings and where do you prioritize them and how you prioritize them. Okay, so that's the part about knowing yourself. The second thing is knowing what's possible. And this is where reality really really hits. It's getting brutally honest with yourself on your potential. And yes, your potential includes your skills and your strengths, right? And your training, your work history, work experience. That is your potential, yes. But your potential really is important because it helps to give you clarity on what needs to be done to get there, right? Because if you think about it, the career that you want to transition into, the career that you want to go into if you're just starting out, every career has a landscape. If you think about it, it's like a, it's like a game board. If, you're, if you play, I don't know, if you play any board games, if you play Monopoly, there's a game board. Right, And every version of Monopoly has a different version of the game board. Every board game that you can buy has a different game board. And so does every career. And with each new game board, with each career game board, there are different rules. There are different regulations. There are different ways of winning. So you have to know what needs to be done to get there and be really familiar about that game board for that career. Right, So that's knowing what's possible. And then the third thing is that you have to be clear in knowing the difficulty level for yourself achieving it. So this is where you get a sense of where your starting point is. In this particular career path, if you are going from your current career to one example of a desired career, where exactly is your starting point? Is it For example, is it 10 miles away? Is it two miles away? If you want to think about proverbial mileage. So how how far are you from getting it, from achieving it? And how far away is your current starting point? Another thing that affects the difficulty level of you achieving it is your real strengths and weaknesses. And while we're really great, we're, we're great at being able to articulate what our strengths are but we're not so great at talking about our weaknesses so get feedback and be brutally honest with it don't take it personally if you know your real strengths and weaknesses you know your starting point the next is to get clear on your level of persistence because that also affects the difficulty level of you achieving it if you have a high level of persistence it also increases your pace of getting there because it means that you're willing to put in that hard work. You're willing to persist. You're not going to give up on day 49 or on, or on month number three or anything like that because you have a high level of persistence. So that's knowing what's possible for you in achieving that, in achieving it, that goal. And the third thing is to plan it and then to do it, right? So this is the execution of the game plan the execution of the game plan, knowing the rules of that career game board, of that particular career game board. And be aware in the process of executing that plan, be aware of when you're procrastinating. I mean, you want, you don't want to do this alone. You would want feedback. You would want 
someone to to be accountable to because really accountability is the multiplier of results chances are you want to you if you want to know how to do something chances are you would google that but knowing how to do something is only 10% of success so you want to seek professional help to seek a professional coach to help you with your game plan and that execution so the three points are to decide on a career that best suits you first you must know yourself and stuck second is is to know what's possible for you and the third one is to plan it and then just go do it thank you for listening and we'll see you in my next podcast